You're listening to the Confidence Podcast, your favorite coaching podcast oozing with motivation, inspiration, and confidence to help you boldly take action on your dreams. I'm your host, Trish Blackwell, internationally recognized confidence coach, best-selling author, and founder of the College of Confidence, the most encouraging place on the internet. I teach go-getters in life how to take their thoughts captive, how to step out of the shadows of self-doubt, and how to courageously step into their purpose with confidence. It's time to pump our confidence muscles and train our thoughts, y'all. Let's get started. Hey there, it's Trish Blackwell, and you're listening to The Confidence Podcast, the podcast where you can trust that you'll always have a takeaway that you can apply directly to your life right away in a way that elevates your confidence, that elevates your courage, and helps you step in to your God-given calling. If you're new to the show, I just want to say welcome. I'm so glad you stumbled upon the show, and I think there's a reason you're here. If you are a ride or die, you've been with me for 550 episodes, I'm so happy you're here too. By the way, in the podcast apps, only about 300 episodes show up. If you want to go into the archives and access the first two or 300, they're all on my website. Just go to trishblackwell.com. You'll on the menu bar toggle podcasts and you'll see them all listed. We also, you may not know, have a search bar. So if you scroll halfway down my podcast page, which is just on trishblackwell.com, you can also directly access it at trishblackwell.com slash podcast. Uh, You can type in a keyword and it will pull up all of the episodes that talk about said keyword. That's cool, right? So, hey, that's a resource for you. In this week, we're talking about not measuring up. And if you've ever felt like you don't measure up in your life, this episode is for you. The feeling of not feeling enough or like you're not doing enough or not popular enough or not pretty enough or not smart enough or not ready enough. It's not as uncommon as you think. The unnecessary pressure that we inevitably put on ourselves can tarnish and damage our confidence and ultimately keep us from the life that we are meant to live. Not to mention, make life harder on yourself in general than it needs to be. This is maybe you're not feeling like you measure up compared to others or based on your family's expectations or you just feel like you've always been different. I I really wanted to dive into one of the topics that I struggled with so many for so many years of my life and that so many of my clients, I work with high achieving women who are capable of crazy things, but often self-sabotage, right? I work with a lot of uh, doctors, lawyers, physicians, uh, uh, CEOs, entrepreneurs, achievers, doers. And then the, the, the there's always two sides, right? To, to a strength. And the, 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 the sharp side, the double-edged sword is that We often beat ourselves up. We often feel like even though we are excelling, that we could always do better, that there's always more, that we don't quite measure up to our own expectations. So when we're talking today about not measuring up, I want to talk to you about the voice in your head, about the voice of whether or not you measure up and according to who. This is an episode that's going to, we're going to kind of tickle and dance around the concept of comparison, right? And so this is, I know this is going to bless you. And I'm just happy you're here. Before we go into that, I do love to give you just one quick announcement. Actually, I have two, sorry, two quick announcements. And we're going to do our listener of the episode, our review of the week, and then we'll dive right into coaching. Announcement number one, if you are interested 
in my life coaching confidence coaching certification. This is the very first confidence coaching certification in existence to my knowledge. We start in August. We start next week. And I have a live Q&A session happening tomorrow, Wednesday the 26th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can email me for the link or just go to trishblackwell.com slash zoom. Myname.com slash zoom right at 7 p.m. on Wednesday. And I, I will be there. I want to talk to you about whether or not becoming a life coach and confidence coach is for you. What six months of being trained by me is going to look like and if it's the right investment for you. Our bonus episode about coaching is still up, so you should be able to access that if you're even curious about maybe this is a career path that you want to explore. Second quick announcement. I have one one-on-one spot open. And it is, in my one-on-one practice, I work with high achievers, doctors, lawyers, achievers, <laughs> overthinkers, your life is great, right? And people see you as massively successful and yet you wake up with anxiety and you feel awful most of the time. You question your path. You question all of your education. You, If this is for you and if this is you where you go, I technically on paper have a dream life and yet I'm waking up with anxiety. I still feel like I don't measure up. I'm struggling with imposter syndrome and I want to find joy in my accomplishments. I want to find the joy that I've worked so hard to get to the level I'm at because right now I'm blocking myself. I'm blocking myself from enjoying what I've worked hard for and from accessing the next level. If that is you, it's time to create change. And in six months, we can change everything about how you're experiencing your career, how you're experiencing balance between your work and your life so that you both love what you do and can accelerate in it while not working yourself into the ground while also having a life well lived. So if that's you and you want that last spot, I would love to hop on Zoom with you and see if it's right for you. Fill out an application at trishblackwell.com slash coaching. Okay, so our review of the week it's from Sasporia Gorilla, and she says this. It's Her name is Christy. Christy says, hey, Trish, I came across your podcast, and I thought I'd give it a try. I can't begin to tell you that every time I listen, I feel calmer and way less anxious. Your voice is very soothing, and I love that you're a Christian. I really enjoy listening to you while I'm driving or at work. I believe the Lord brought me to your podcast so I can learn to be more confident, worry less, and be less anxious. Thank you for doing what you do. Your podcast is a wonderful light shining in this dark world. I look forward to listening ever since I came across it. Christy, thank you for sharing the love. Thank you for giving me that feedback. Thank you for implementing and, and taking the tools and applying them to your life that you're already seeing the results is just what's why I love what I do, why I love the tools that, that exist in coaching and what I have how God has healed my brain and, and and equipped me to help others. And so I am happy you are a part of our podcast family. Okay, let's coach. Let's coach. Let's coach. All right. I got five simple ways for you to start in general. I want you to fundamentally know that you, there's no measuring stick. You not feeling like you measure up is completely an imaginary story that's happening in your head. Now, before you go, yeah, but Trish, you don't know me. Before you say, yeah, but I have black and white evidence because I don't measure up because I didn't get into this school or I didn't get that job or I didn't, I got rejected here or I don't measure up in the dating world. Wherever it is that you feel like you're being rejected or you're failing or that you just are average and you're not standing out, 
I want you to know there's a bigger picture. We get so focused into one story. And one of the things I work with my students in the College of Confidence on is to expand the story. Consider other perspectives, to remember that often rejection is God's protection. To, to ask yourself, where can I step up here? Where am I shining already? And I need to validate that. And where can I improve and be proud of myself in the process? So I'm going to start with five ways to believe that you measure up because it's really a belief. It's a belief that you belong. It's a belief that you have the skills that you need and it's a belief that you're capable. You may not have, let's even speak to skills. You may not have certain skills that you need to measure up for uh, perhaps the next level of a uh, career path, but that doesn't mean you don't have the capacity to learn the skills. You you have the ability to do anything with your brain if you apply yourself. And the, uh, the ability to apply ourselves means we need to know what is it that we want and, and then what is it that we're willing to work for. So many people don't have clarity in what they want, so they, we, we, we engage ourselves, but we live distracted, and so we have to do things. And when you have to do things, you will have to get a result. If you have to invest, you will have to receive. And so it's a belief system that I don't measure up anyways, and so you only put out half effort. I need you to, to believe. I, at the core of who I am, I believe that you measure up for exactly what you were created to do and who you were created to be. That there's no way to measure up because comparing, we're comparing apples to oranges. Every one of us is a different, beautiful masterpiece. In the human experience, there is comparison. There is a structure in our societies. However, there is a reason that you exist and no one can live the story that I really believe God put you on earth to live. The purpose that you are meant to live out. You have something that other people don't. And so maybe you don't measure up to their skill, to their particular gifting, but that's not supposed to be your gifting. Or if it is, your gifting is going to be expressed differently. So getting back to my list of five that I am still at number zero on. Number one, change the language you use. You can start to believe that you measure up when you start changing the language you use, meaning the way you talk about yourself, the way you think about yourself. The way you, uh, what you allow in your internal uh, self-talk and what you don't. And just a side note, if you have loved some, one of our most listened to episodes most recently was episode 547. It's self-talk that changed my life. If that episode resonated with you and you want to improve your internal dialogue, we are doing that the entire month of August in the College of Confidence. So even if you've been on the fence about the COC, just come for this month. If you want to change how you think, how you talk to yourself, this is what we're calling self-talk month. And we have a workshop on a validation voice. We have a, the, a workshop on the, on the voice of pressure, pressure voice, procrastination voice, leadership voice. Um, there's, it's, oh gosh, there's some others. I, I don't have them listed out here. It is going to be the month that changes your internal self-dialogue. So you can check that out. It's, if you don't know what the College of Confidence is, it's my monthly coaching program it's my most affordable coaching and we pride ourselves on being the most affordable life coaching available on the internet. Plus it's cancel at any time and risk free. You can find out all you need to know at collegeofconfidence.com. But the language you use, the way you talk to yourself, the way you think matters. 
And we so often don't feel like we don't measure up because we're so focused on what everyone else is doing and what they're doing well instead of, and if they seem quote unquote ahead of us, we discredit ourselves for where we are doing well. And there's a quote that I wanted to share with you um, from John Acuff, and never compare your beginning to someone else's middle. We're often not measuring up because we're not we didn't start at the same time as other people. We have different things. There's, we all have been different, given different cards. And play your card. Stop worrying what's in the hand of anyone else. And so the language you use about how well you are doing is everything. One of the workshops in August that we'll be doing in the College of Confidence is going to be the validation voice. Learning how to be proud of yourself. Having language that builds you up versus tears you down because that's the, when we don't measure up, we are, we're, we're swimming in negativity in our brain, but we don't call it that. We just go, well, I just need to do better. We justify it by saying I should just be a little bit more pressured on myself. I should just be a little bit tougher. I just, I used to, I used to kind of have it, my crutch statement was, well, I'm just tough on myself. Like that was acceptable. Or like I couldn't help it. I actually, at that point, didn't think I could help it. I'm here to tell you, you can help it. That takes work. But the work, my friends, it's worth it. My life is so much more joyful. I have so much more success and ease of success and amazing relationships and a better relationship with myself. And I, I mean, it's night and day. But I had to stop beating myself up. I had to stop believing that I didn't measure up and comparing all the time. So language is everything. Number two, train your brain to find the good. Just the same way we train, uh, my mom does, did a lot of competitions with her, um, her cocker spaniels and they do scent training and all kinds of things. You train a dog to do a certain thing. And in the competition world, the canine competition world, you train to do certain scents. They, I forget the name of what that competition was, but there was a very specific scent and it would be hidden in a barn and they would have to go find it. Um, and those, you know, she does this for leisure in her retirement and she loved it. And the same way you can train an animal to go after something. We can train our brains to go after something as well. And there is always good to be found. And if you want to double down on how to do this, our last week's episode, Reframing, Mastering the Art of Inner Self-Talk is everything. It's episode 556. Number three, it's critical. In order for you to believe that you measure up, that you list and track your wins. I used to, I used to hear that. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, do it. Did you know that the breakthrough you're waiting for is going to come to you in one to two minute habits? Because I thought, well, I, I noticed my win. I noticed that I did well there. I noticed that I reframed my brain. I noticed that I made some progress, but I didn't actually pause. I didn't actually validate. I didn't actually write it down or track my wins. And in my coaching program, we call these champagne moments and we have a way every month that you can share your wins big and small because it's so critical, but get in the habit, whether you do that in a journal, whether you do that in a post-it note, whether you do it from an app in your phone, but actually giving yourself credit where credit is due because you're going to stop seeing that you're, you're actually making progress. And when you are progressing, you are not worried about where you measure up. You're just really proud of the fact that you're making progress and you're moving forward, forward is all that matters. Number four, commit to daily intentional gratitude. And I'm going to say this, this is the same as the tracking the wins. My life changed when I started doing written gratitude. 
And it's, I, oh, I like to, for some reason, the number five for me resonates. And I just like to write on top of my journal the date. I write gratitudes and then I put little lines, five little lines, and then I just tell my brain, okay, find things. And sometimes it's really deep and sometimes it's really random, right? Um, sometimes it's about the weather and the coffee and a play date. And sometimes it's about a deeper revelation that I feel is happening in me spiritually that has moved me and inspired me. Um, sometimes it's um, it's for a trip that has just happened or, or the idea of one to come. Just there's no wrong with just writing it down, but there is, it's, it's amazing what happens when we write something down, a gratitude, the intentional practice of it. It takes less than two minutes and I'm convinced it will change your attitude. It shifts your brain from neutral or negative to positive and optimistic. You will start seeing things around you as praiseworthy. So don't say, yeah, yeah, that I, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm a thankful person. It's not being a thankful person that I want you to be. I want you to be a person grounded in gratitude. And the fifth way to really believe that you measure up is to get obsessed with the long game. That's it. I want you to get obsessed with showing up for yourself. It's funny. I think I've had a lot of people recently say, wow, your business is thriving. And guys, I'm, I've been in the game. <laughs> this is year 10 for me. And I'm obsessed with the long game. I'm obsessed with where I can be 10 years from now. And that is what gets me. It's a Saturday afternoon, 2 p.m. that gets me recording a podcast on a Saturday because I, I care about who I'm going to be serving and who I can be speaking to five years from now. And I care about my commitment to you for this to come out this coming Tuesday. It doesn't matter that I was up at five for a swim meet with my kids, right? And I'm trying to squeeze this in before date night with my husband. What matters is that I show up for what I say I'm going to do. And this week, I scheduled time. I said Saturday afternoon is when I'm going to be doing this, this, and this in my business. And you will have people who say, oh, you could do it another time. My husband even said, do it tomorrow. But I've also committed to honoring Sundays as a day of rest, to Sabbathing. And so I said, no, no, I'm going to stay to this commitment. Your ability to show up for your appointments to yourself, for what you calendar in your life, big and small, is everything. And I want you to, I think we, we stop, we get distracted. We stop our own progress. We stop ourselves from the, the things we are working for because we want things to come faster than they will. We want instant everything. I mean, let me be honest. I just ordered kites to our beach house in Jersey and I was a little disappointed that it was going to take 48 hours instead of same day, right? I, I am raising my hand of being somebody who has been spoiled in the culture that we live in where everything can be can get to you shockingly fast. Instant gratification. I want you to get obsessed with delayed gratification, with believing that you're in this for the long haul. That is where you will go. You will expand your perspective. Stop worrying about somebody who is accelerating and you will stay in your own pace and accelerate at the right time. There's two quotes I wanted to share with you. One is from Miguel Angel Ruiz. He said this, we have the need to be accepted and be loved by others, but we cannot accept and love ourselves. The more self-love we have, the less we will experience self-abuse. Self-abuse comes from self-rejection and self-rejection comes from having an image of what it means to be perfect and never measuring up to that ideal. 
Our image of perfection is the reason we reject ourselves the way we are and why we don't accept others the way that they are. Did you guys hear that one phrase again? Self-abuse comes from self-rejection and self-rejection comes from having an image of what it means to be perfect and never measuring up to that ideal. Guys, we got to drop the image of perfection. We got to drop that as as what we're going for. I'm not going for, I'm, I'm going for progression, not perfection. And I celebrate my imperfections and I invite you to do the same because the not measuring up to that ideal is often coming from a place of self-abuse. It's this unrealistic standard that's truly just unnecessary. And Tulian should, I'm going to say this last name wrong. It's, it's, I have it in my show notes. So you can find it there. Show notes are always kept on my website at the churchblackwell.com slash 557. Tulian apologies, Tulian, but the quote's amazing. The deepest fear we have, the fear beneath all fears, is the fear of not measuring up, the fear of judgment. It's the fear that creates the stress and depression of everyday life. And here's why I wanted to share that sentiment with you. The fear of not measuring up is, it's a fear of the emotion of disappointment. What it is, is the fear creates, we are afraid of the potential disappointment that we might feel in ourselves. And we are afraid of the potential judgment of others for being disappointed in us or thinking we are less than. Here's two ways to free you from that. When you realize that others aren't thinking about you, we can free ourselves from that judgment. And then when you realize that when you become somebody who has mental management, you manage your mind you can, you can, and you are doing the work that you're doing here on this podcast, and when you're becoming a, a more expanded, fully mature version of you mentally and emotionally, then the fear of not measuring up, the real fear of maybe being disappointed in yourself and falling short you realize that disappointment is just a feeling and feelings pass. They are vibrations in your body. And when you are doing the work of confidence, you know that you have the capacity and the capability and the confidence to handle, process, reframe, and allow any emotion that comes your way. So no, now you don't have to worry about the potential disappointment, the potential uh, humiliation, the potential judgment, because even if that would happen, which there is the chance, we, we as humans experience a full range of human emotion, then you know, well, it's going to pass quickly and I can handle anything. I'm willing to feel anything. And if you're willing to feel anything, you can do anything. So here's some, in general, some thoughts to be on guard that create pressure, undue pressure, and that drive you into the cycle of not feeling like you measure up, not enoughness are simple thoughts that, that go like this. I'm not ready. They're doing better than me. Uh, I'm not doing enough. People will think that this one was hard for me. People will think that I'm not as fast of an athlete as I used to be. People will think that I'm not as fit. People will think that I, I, I would create pressure. I can't mess this up. This is too important. There's too much to do. And so I want to I remind you that you are the one who decides your own measuring standards. So who are you measuring yourself against? Answer that question honestly to yourself. And is that a good use of your emotional energy? But really, in order to have an accurate measurement of, of, of yourself and to measure yourself and to have, I want standards, I want measurement, I want to be pushed, but I want you to push yourself on your own standards. So in order to do that, you have to know what is it that you actually want? Where is it that you are right now? And where is it that you're going to progress? And we measure ourselves by saying, did I grow today? 
Did I move forward in some capacity? And moving forward doesn't always look like actual forward movement. Sometimes it is a, a place of holding so that you have the skill work that you can double down on expertise so that you can move forward. You have to look at your overall growth. But the reality too is we often distract ourselves by watching what other people are doing. And a, a thought to reflect on is, how much of my life am I being distracted by? Because I'm watching other people's measures, their standards, their expectations for themselves and making my own based on that. The people who do big things in this world are the ones who say, just because someone else hasn't done it doesn't mean I can't. They're the ones who trailblaze their own path. And so to do this, I want you to insist on doing the 333 method every day. If you're not familiar with that, we coach on that in the COC, but I'll give you a quick uh, takeaway. It's a three-minute journaling process. It's three minutes. You do three gratitudes at the end of the day. You write down three wins from the day, and then you write down three wins for the next day. So you decide ahead of time how you will win. This goes back to how we talked about, uh, gosh, what number was it? Number three, listing and tracking your wins. This is the method that I teach to list and track your wins so that you can start creating the belief that, wait a second, not only do I measure up, but I'm crushing it. I'm winning here. Focus your mind on your own vision, guys. Know what you want and stay singularly focused on that. Because when you are focused on what you want, you won't care what other people think. It's us caring about other what other people will think about us that is causing us the anxiety of not feeling like we're good enough. I want you to believe in your own vision and that progress is inevitable. And when you believe that you're in it for the long game, that you're like, I'm in it, I'm, I got endurance, I got resilience, I'm not going to give up. How is it that you can believe in what you're going for if you don't have the evidence yet and you don't feel like you're measuring up? You can simply decide that you're somebody who's unwilling to give up. I know I will reach my goals simply because I refuse to give up. I will not quit until I get where I want to be, period. And you can have that too. And that, even though that where I want to be might be you know, epically far ahead and I can't even see the how of how I will be able to do certain, certain elements of, of some of my goals, I know I can do anything. And therefore, I believe that. And even though I don't measure up yet, I'm going to measure up to each next milestone and celebrate that along the way. I celebrate my micro milestones and I'm always moving forward. And if I'm always moving forward, then my, 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 my progress is inevitable and my success is inevitable. The final thing I wanted to coach on today is to remind you that when comparison comes, you've got to train your brain to reject it and to redirect it. So to redirect comparison, there's two, two takeaways I wanted to give you. I want you to become someone who insists on mental management. So you can no longer say, ah, oh, I just, I just comparing myself. I just can't help it. If you find yourself saying, I just can't help it. I need you to know you are in a victim mindset and you are throwing in the towel. Okay. So you can't say that anymore. <laughs> and then I want you to do something about the comparison. And so when a comparing thought comes in, you can do something about it. You can get curious about it. We want to look at the thoughts as if they're clouds floating through our heads. Just because you think a thought doesn't make it true. Just because you think a thought doesn't mean it has to stay there. So I want you to reframe the comparison. You can, if you, you can reframe the thought. You can wish somebody well. If you're feeling inferior, 
wish them good health and massive wealth, like build them up. The more you celebrate somebody, the more you release yourself from being in comparison to some, to them. And you can ask yourself what you can do to move yourself forward. And then also you can put blinders on your blind spots or bumpers in your gutters, right? If you go with a bowling analogy, if you find your, your bowling ball going into the gutter over and over and over and over, you put the bumpers up. If your brain is going into the gutter over and over and over the gutter of comparison, you got to put your bumpers up. And for most of the, us, that means we need to limit our screen time. We need to limit our social media. We need to unfollow some people. We need to stop listening or reading some magazines or watching some TV shows. You, you know the bumpers that you need to put in your gutters, and that is up to you. We've got to parent ourselves. And that is why I, call, I, I think the first step is the umbrella statement of be somebody who insists, who insists on a high level of mental management. And the second thing for comparison I wanted to share with you today was to remember that understand what indulging in comparison, even if innocently, understand what it is doing to you and taking from you. It glitches your happiness and your happiness and your flow. Like it, like it, it, it glitches the best word for it. Kind of just startles you, right? And kind of throws you off track, derails you. It drives you into despair and negativity and it puts the brakes on in your own life. I'm telling you, we have to realize that it's not innocent to go, oh, I'm just comparing myself and I just don't know what to do. I can't help it. If you find yourselves in those mental patterns, I really encourage you to get coaching. I want to equip you to empower your mind to, to learn how to talk back to it, to learn how, how, what you can help and what you can't and how to master your mind. If you don't master your mind, your mind will master you. But we've got to know that we, we have to be on guard. We have to be on guard to fight comparison. We have to be aware and be curious and, and take notice of when it comes in. It is human to compare. It is normal for that to come in. It's whether you allow it to stay and to stay and camp out in your mental territory or not. Now, if, you, if this has been a helpful episode and you want to go deeper into this concept, there are some other episodes that you're going to enjoy. One is episode 545, and that is on compare and despair. So you can find that at trishblackwell.com forward slash 545. Then you have episode 466, how to think better thoughts. Really helpful episode. And episode 433, how to be your own validation voice. 433, how to be your own validation voice. I want to remind you before we close, if you are interested in the, in the coaching certification, come to my zoom tomorrow. It's Wednesday, July 26th, 7 PM Eastern hop in the zoom room, trishblackwell.com forward slash zoom. Our listener to the episode is Caroline Grace. She said this, uh, she said, Hey, she mentioned this to another COC member. I'm a lifetime member and have been in the COC since 2017. I just want you to know there's no pressure to absorb a high volume of content. The last few years, I've not been able to attend live coaching regularly like other members, but whenever I get the time, I'll listen to a quick win in the COC or listen to the Monday mantras. I complete the courses at my own convenience and some courses I've even completed more than once over the years because I know I needed to hear it again. One of them being how to get off the busy bus. And even if I don't have the chance to journal, I enjoy listening while I'm organizing in my home or on a run and walk. Usually at a minimum, I take one thing away, one mantra, one belief to adopt, and that's all I need. For example, I listened to a video recently where Trish said, when you avoid failure, you avoid success. 
I wrote this mantra on my whiteboard and it has incur since encouraged me in a bar exam prep not to be afraid to fail in my, in my practice because I want to learn now so I can be successful on the test. So for instance, it's very easy to fall into the trap of passive studying because since it's so comfortable, such as listening to lectures, reading outlines. So this mantra challenged me to shift to active studying, which is actually practicing my multiple choice in my essays. Anyways, my point is that even consuming small amounts of the content, you can take one thing away that ends up having a huge impact on how you reframe your thoughts and your behaviors that follow from that. Caroline, I just had to share that because I thought it was really great. I know that a one reason a lot of people who haven't yet joined the College of Confidence haven't is because they think they're too busy. And you are a great example of that. You, we, we designed the whole program to be convenient, to be for busy people, and that you don't have to consume everything. We over deliver. We over, over, over deliver. We want to make sure that you're getting 10 times the value of what you're paying each and every month, then some. But 20 minutes a week can change your life. It can take what you have here on the, on the podcast and take it even deeper. So COC members, I love you. Podcast listeners, I love you. Next week, it's going to be a great episode. So I can't wait to see you there. Go out there today. Go be more of who God created you to be. Be you. Be free. If you loved today's episode of the Confidence Podcast, I invite you to check out the College of Confidence at collegeofconfidence.com. The COC is where your next step is. In the COC, we cultivate confidence, create courage, and spark change. It takes everything we do here on the podcast to the next level. And our members get crazy, life-changing results. I'm so confident that you will find that the COC is the most encouraging place on the internet. And that it will so wildly exceed your expectations that it comes with a money-back guarantee. Hey, joining is completely risk-free. You owe it to your future self to take your growth to the next level by coaching with me in the COC. Join me today at collegeofconfidence.com.